Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Shall we pray? Eternal Master, we thank you, Lord, for life, health, and strength. We thank you for another opportunity that we have come together to study your word. We ask in the name of Jesus that you will stamp your approval upon us on tonight. We ask if it be thy will that let the teachers and the students be receptive unto your word. We know that you got all power, heaven, and earth in thy hand. Bless, heal, and deliver. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Be before uh, Deacon uh, Way uh, start. I I just want to say I'm just it just gives me pleasure to hear all y'all how y'all so excited to say hello to each other. I tell you when we ever do see each other, boy, I tell you it's gonna be a reunion. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right, Deacon Way, we in your hands. Face in the impossible. In this uh, lesson tonight, uh, talking about the Israelis and and what has happened, uh, especially by uh, dealing with what Moses has been through. Moses was given an impossible. What seemed an impossible mission is not anything is possible with God, but Moses was given an impossible mission that uh, when God told him to go down to Egypt and tell Pharaoh to let his people go. And when you think about uh, Moses going up against somebody as powerful as Pharaoh, Pharaoh was probably one, one of the most powerful men in the world at that time. Uh, Moses was reluctant to go uh, and be fearful for his life because he had killed the Egyptian when he was left there the first time. And now he had to go back and face a guy as powerful as Pharaoh. But we know that after uh, God brought ten plagues upon Egypt, that Pharaoh let the people go. And then they met... Uh, God assembled him at, at what is now considered Mount Sinai. In the beginning, I think it was called Mount Horus. But, and, but they, they had assembled him, and when the people heard the verse, or word of God, they were so frightened of, of how he spoke to them. In fact, they scared them because his power was lightning and thunder and, 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 and such great force that uh, the Lord uh, spoken to them to uh, they had asked that uh, Moses be uh, intermediate between them and now uh, Moses is uh, this lesson is dealing with what happens when Moses and, and uh, says to the Lord what's gonna what the people is asking him to do so the Lord Thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, 
and thy brethren like unto me. Unto him ye shall hearken. But what uh, that verse is, has so much that it's saying in that, because it describes basically what uh, this prophet that Moses is talking about is going to be like. Uh, the Lord will raise him up. In other words, God knew. Uh, he knows what man was fearful of. Man was fearful of, of him and, and and how he spoke to them. He expected, uh, expressed fear of God speaking to them. Their desire was that he would manifest himself in a different way than that lightning and thunder and fire. Uh, so uh, Moses asked the Lord and, and, and interceded for them. And, and, and he's saying in this verse that uh, that now God will, uh, will, uh, will raise up unto the prophets a prophet that would be like a man, uh, speak like a man, feel like a man, have the, the, the nitro senses like man. Uh, in other words, he would be able to be hurt, ridiculed, suffer, and die like a man. So uh, God is going to uh, honor their request. Uh, only thing is, God had that in mind all along anyway. But he says unto them that, God will raise up unto thee a prophet. And we learn from this thing that that, that uh, the reason that God is giving them a prophet is that uh, uh, who is the Lord Jesus Christ is because of him we have a chance to enter into the kingdom of heaven. He's going to be the, 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 the door by which we, would, we are able to do that because we cannot do it on our own. And, and when God makes a promise, uh, he brings it to pass. So it, it, it's it also said that in it when we talk about God will raise up unto thee a prophet. And and, and and not only that, he said will. Will speaks of a, a time in the future. He says, uh, God says that this will happen. Uh, it doesn't tell us exactly when it's going to happen, not in this statement, but it gives us assurance that is actually going to happen sometime in the future. Uh, God's will is the reason the pro this prophet will be coming. Uh, not only will God bring the prophet on the scene, but he'll see that this prophet is educated and trained and, and prepared to fulfill his divine mission when he do come. And, and one of the reasons that he is coming is unto thee. In other words, it is for our hope that, that, that this prophet is coming. Uh, and it talks about who he's going to be, uh, what his ancestry is going to be. He's gonna, he says, uh, the, 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 from the midst of thy brother. In other words, he'll be a Jew in uh, uh, and, and, and nationality. And it says, uh, like unto me. In other words, uh, He'll be like God, but he'll be like man. In other words, who is this prophet is, is the Lord Jesus Christ. When he come, he will be God and man. In other words, he is the, the God man. Uh, and unto him ye shall hearken. In other words, the words that this prophet is talking about, his teaching, his instruction, is to be healed by all believers. So we learn from this verse that Moses had described all of what uh, this 
prophet is going to be like. And verse 16 says, According to all that thou desirest of the Lord, thy God, in hope in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord, my God, neither let him see this great fire, let me see this great fire anymore, that I die not. What uh, this verse is talking about, the desires of the people, uh, was not fully known by them what they were saying, but God knew the extent of their desires. He knew that they were desiring uh, that he would present himself in a more non-frightening manner. Uh, uh, so he he repped uh, his son in the human flesh and made unto him uh, a man that was not as frightening and, and manifested him uh, unto them. And the place he's going to do it is at Horeb, uh when your people was assembled. And he said, let me not hear the voice of my God, neither let me see this great fire anymore that I die. In other words, that's talking about the desires of the people. They had said that, that they were so afraid of the Lord that, that in his voice was so frightening and it speaking in such a manner that, that it scared them so that, that uh, they was afraid if they had to meet before God again that they would die. And so that's speaking of uh, them asking that the Lord present himself in another way. And the Lord is telling Moses that he would do that. So he says that their request has been answered. And so the verse 17 says, and, and the Lord said unto me, they have well spoken that which I, uh, which they have spoken. In other words, the God, God says that, and that's good when our uh, will or what we want lines up with what uh, God says. So it says, God says to Moses, what the children of Israel says lines up with his will and his plan. Uh, it was his plan all along to raise up a prophet, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so what they're asking for is exactly what he already had in mind. Uh, and the Lord said unto me, and Moses is acknowledging that the Lord uh, says what you want is, is lining up with what he wants. He's acknowledging what you did, what you said you want. And then it talks about uh, they have spoken that which uh, they had. They have spoken that which they had spoken. God is saying that Israel's words line up with what His will and, and foreknowledge was. Uh, in other words, God is not going to change His will for them, but it's, it's good that our will will line up with His will. Uh, so all of this is working out perfectly. And, and, and a sensitive and a sensitive man, and it's always good when we are able to see the, the our will and God's will line up together. We work in perfect harmony when that happens. And so God says again, "I will raise them up a prophet from among the brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him." So, in other words. God had manifested Himself to man and 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 and, and many and many forms, but uh, we we realized that when it first started talking to Moses, it was a burning bush, uh, and then He was a pillar of cloud uh, by day that kept him from uh, 
cool during the daytime, and he was a pillar of fire by night. He was lightning hit with thunder. Uh, and so he had manifested himself in many different ways. Uh, so now God promises Israel that he will raise up unto them a prophet that will look like a man, speak like a man, feel like a man, and have all the natural senses like man. So he'll hunger and, 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 and thirst just like man will. And so God is repeating the verse that he said before. And when God repeats a verse, he's emphasizing that it should not be overlooked. It is very important. So he, he repeats it again, uh, that he's going to raise up this man, his prophet among men. And secondly, it means that uh, his, his assurance that it would come to pass. Uh, that it is definitely going to happen. But anytime God makes a promise, it's going to happen. He will not break his promise. And I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I have commanded him. Uh, the prophet is, is, is going to be trained and prepared to do the will of God, and I will put my words in his mouth. In other words, there's nothing that Jesus is saying that is not the word of God. God has uh, uh, given him what he wants him to say. And the, uh, the next thing he says, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. So this this infers to us that Jesus will not uh, get all the Father's commandment at once, but as he goes through his ministry, uh, God will give him all the words that he needs to say. In other words, this gospel that he's preaching is everything that God wants him to, to teach us. So all that Jesus is saying and doing is the will of God. So he's put, he's put his word. Now, these are not the words of, of Jesus, but the word of God. It shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require of him. So uh, and it shall come to pass. In other words, the time will come. That's just, that's God's time that it will come. And the time that will come to pass is, is he's talking about here is the, is the day of judgment when it comes to pass. Uh, that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name. These words take into account that the words spoken in the name of God uh, will be the divine truth. These words will, will will not apply to a false prophet, but what Jesus is teaching is, is the truth. In any other words, he says, I am the truth. Uh, and so everything he says is according to God's word. So uh, we can believe that whatever he's requiring, uh, teaching us is exactly what God had, uh, put on him to teach us. And it says, I will require of uh, it of him. The deeds and styles of every individual will be recorded, and the recorder doesn't make any mistake. So whatever we, however we behave when we hear the word of God is how it's written down and recorded. And we'll answer to that uh, in the judgment. So God has, these are prophesizing words that God is speaking. And then uh, verse 20, uh, and when you think about it, before I go into verse 20, when you think about what, what, what 
Moses is prophesizing in the name of the Lord in these statements. Uh, he's talking about the will of God and 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 and, and what this prophet is going to be uh, speaking of. And we see that Moses is a is a prophet in himself because what Moses uh, says about this this prophet that's going to come in the future, you can see it in 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 uh, Matthew seventeen. Matthew 17 talks about uh, the mountain of transfiguration. And on the mountain of transfiguration, uh, Jesus takes uh, Peter, John, and, and James and goes up into a mountain of part and it's, it's transfigured. And, and uh, his raiment is as white as the light and he, he, he transfigured before them. And, and while he's up there on his mountain, uh, while he yet speaks, the scripture says, Behold, a light over a cloud overshadowed him, and behold, a voice came out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. So now here's the word repeating, here's God repeating, and uh, hundreds of years later, what Moses spoke uh, 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 back when, when, uh, they were back coming out of the land of Egypt. In other words, uh, Moses has spoken something that's came true. A true prophet, uh, what he's prophesying about will always come true if he's a true prophet. So you find these people that says the world was going to end in the year 2000 and it did not end then. And so now they said their calculations are wrong and they come up with something else that, that's going to happen and and that doesn't happen, and we keep changing. Those are not true prophets of God. Those are uh, prophets that what referred to as false prophets. Uh, but what Moses talked about uh, back in the wilderness is coming, is, came true in the New Testament. But when Jesus is uh, standing on Mount of Transfiguration, it's amazing that he's talking to Moses uh, on the mountain. So. Moses is the one to talk about him in the Old Testament, and he's talking with Moses in the New Testament. So uh, we see how prophecy, true prophecy, uh, is always fulfilled. Uh, and this, this, this prophet that Moses is talking about, we can see it in the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 20 talks about the penalty for false prophesying. It says, but the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. So this is about a false prophet. Uh, that prophet that, that's not speaking the word of God. And it starts off by saying, but the prophet. So that but is a... Is, is, is a, is a conjunction that's, that's, that's comparing him to what a true prophet is. This is a false prophet, but but a, a, a not a true prophet. So it says, which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak. The word presume is speaking of one who pretends to have a mission and a commission from God. The truth of the matter is that he has not been sent from God, or what he speaks is of half or partial truth, is not whole truth, and maybe not none, even no truth. Uh, 
this is one a person that just gets something and uh, 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 sticks God's name onto it. In other words, these are my prophesizing, but I'm going to put God's name to it so it'll sign more convincing. I say, God has told me to tell you this, or God has, has said this, in which God has not said this. But I have said this, and I've stuck God's name to it. I'm sure we've all heard somebody say something that they do it in the name of the Lord. When you know what I think about uh, Jim Jones, he telling those people to commit suicide and do all those crazy things, and he's saying it all the time. It's in the name of the Lord. But if it does not line up with Scripture, and if it's not something that uh, uh, is biblically right, uh, doesn't, doesn't even God has never asked nobody to sacrifice a human life, but Jesus Christ is the only one that had to sacrifice his life. And so when the, when those people were told that they need to drink that poison and 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 commit suicide, uh, they should uh, probably many knew but was unable to do uh, fight back, but they would. That was not lining up with the gospel of God, uh, Jesus, when they did that. So that was not lining up with what God has put in place. So if those things doesn't line up with his teaching, then this is a false prophet uh, that shall speak in the name of other gods. Any practice that is not, is not. God, idolatry. So, uh, some of the features of idolatry is somebody that's promoting their self, uh, self-gratification. Uh, it, it's something that comes out of the imagination of man, uh, and it, it's saying it is, it's a part of what God has put in place, but it's really something that man has put in place. False prophets and false teachers uh, run the risk of death. Uh, God will not sanction or approve the work of false prophets or false teachers. God just is, is sure and final. Now, it might not cure right away. It might be suspended for a while, but uh, he's not going to, he's going to pour out his justice upon a false prophet. So uh, then verse 21 talks about it. And if, if thy say in thine heart, how shall we know the words which is, the Lord has not spoken. Uh, when doubt arises up in us, it is a warning to us to examine what is uh, is presented in the search of truth. In other words, if, if you hear somebody talking about uh, something and, and you just keep doubting what they're talking about and it doesn't line up with good God teaching, that's, that's a good sign that this is not the word of God. Uh, so then how can you determine what, what a false prophet from a real prophet? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the things follow not, not come to pass. And we talking about that. And that Moses, what Moses talked about came to pass. That is the thing which the Lord has not spoken, but the prophet has spoken is presumptuously, thou shall not be afraid of him. So God gives us a, 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 a way to test and determine the genuine uh, uh, from the faith. And in some of the signs that false prophet is, a false prophet will lead others into variation of idolatry. In other words, if he's talking something that is not uh, about worshiping anybody but the Lord, 
Jesus Christ, then that that's probably is not a, 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 a true prophet. A false prophet speaks in his own words uh, <coughs> and says it in, in, in the name of other gods. In other words, when you hear somebody talking about something that's not uh, uh, in the name of Jesus, then that's probably a false prophet. A false prophet promises are fakes and highest truth. In other words, uh, if, it, if it doesn't absolute the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth was what the Lord would speak to us, and other well, false prophets would give you only part of what might be true. So when a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if things follow not, not come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has spoken. But the prophet has spoken presumptuously. So so we, we find out that, 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 that these uh, uh, prophets speaking presumptuously is acting on his own accord. Uh, it could not be any clearer that any Christian is within his or her right to do anything God has not ordered or commanded. In other words, think about what God is about and what he's uh, 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 the kind of God that you're serving. And, and, and it is, this just doesn't line up. It just doesn't line up. That shall not be afraid of him. In other words, we are not to be afraid of bringing false prophets or false teachers to their deserving judgment. In other words, if you know that that's wrong, it's just wrong. And we ain't, we ain't going to be held accountable for not following a false prophet. From the standpoint of a prophet, God wants us to know who are his chosen servants. In other words, look and, 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 and understand if we, if we study the word, we'll know who his chosen servants are. He has selected to represent him in all the ways he has designed and to know the prophets of prophets, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the true representative of God among us. From the standpoint of the people of God, God wants us to follow the leadership of his chosen servants and to examine those that claim to be God's chosen who speak in the name of the Lord. So we ought to, we, from reading the words for ourselves, we'll be able to determine who is a chosen prophet and who is a fake. And that was kind of quick, but that's basically what I had for tonight. Amen. Thank you, uh, but teacher, we thank God for this great lesson facing the impossible. Uh, and with God, with God, all things are possible. And thank you for letting us know that we all know, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the real from the uh, unreal. So, uh, and, uh, but we, and how we can determine that is because of how, how the word of God has been taught to us. And then we also know the Bible teaches us that try the spirit by the spirit. So you ought to know when God is speaking to you and uh, when God has spoken to you, you know who is a false prophet or a man or a real prophet. But I thanks be unto God that uh, God knows how to speak to us. And I thank God that uh, when the veil was rent from top to bottom, uh, that let us know that we can go to God ourselves. And, uh, and thank God that the Holy Spirit that inner man can speak to us and speak for us. 
Yes, I'm here. No, okay. Uh, anybody got any other comments? Well, that was. Um, he explained it, um, telling us about, you know, uh, the difference between um, a prophet. Awareness to our awareness of false prophets, and you explained it so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm uh, kind of this lesson kind of lines up with the, not so much a prophet, but our leaders they, nowadays, those people that get behind certain people, and I'm not calling no names, but. And they will not relinquish the fight that this person is not a righteous person, and 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 they and they follow and following this this one person. I mean, no matter how many times he come back with something that isn't true, uh, we they continue to follow him and have faith in him. And. That's, I know it's not a prophet, but as a leader, we have to look for the same kind of qualities in them that would that we look for in a prophet. In that, uh, first of all, that they be truthful, and the next thing is: is he serving his will or the will of God, or, or is he even doing anything for you that that you are following him blindly the way you are? That's why we have to stay prayed up. That's the reason why, you know, we have to seek God. I say it all the time that we have to pray for our leaders. And I'm not going to dwell much in that because the next lesson coming up reveals to us how important it is to pray for those leaders. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of times, you know, God will give us what we done asked for. And it turned out that it's sour lemons, but God knew it was sour lemons, but that's what we asked for, prayed and begged for. So a lot of times God will allow us to receive just what we asked for. So we'll see, you know, this is not what you needed. So now you need to come back to me and trust me and allow me to give you what you need. Moses tells the people, God is going to raise up somebody. You know, we just have to be patient and wait for that that rightful leader, the person that, you know, God is putting putting there to lead us. But in the same in the same aspect we have to continue to pray and trust God and and let God show us, you know, the truthful rightful leader. And he'll reveal and he, it. hmm And he did that with, with the children of Israel when he Gave them Saul when they wanted to leave a king, and they wanted Saul to be their king. He gave them Saul, mm-hmm. and, and we know how that turned out. Yeah. So he'll give you what you ask for sometimes to to prove to you that 
you didn't know what you were doing. Yep. Just like, you know, with us, you know, we, as a, a child, kids, they they don't know everything. And that's why parents, as parents, we have to teach them. But sometimes, and I use my kids for an example, you know, can I, can I, can I? And you study saying, no, okay, look, I'm going to let you go ahead. But then you go see that this is really not what you need to be doing or, or what you really need. And then it turns out they have to come right back and say, Mama, I should have listened to you. I should have listened. You know, and that's how it is with our um, relationship with God. Sometimes God will let us just, okay, fine. I'm going to let you have this and let you see that you're going to, but in the end, you're going to come back to me. Anybody else? All right, Tess. Hey, man. Thank you, uh, Deacon, and uh, thank you, students and entire. We ask that you continue to pray, ask God uh, for seeking God for guidance. And I say to you, um, and I just one thought that came to my mind. I'm closing now. This is when your spiritual knowledge and your common sense work hand in hand. <laughs> and, and what I'm trying to say is they'd open up Texas. You got a spiritual knowledge and you got common sense. So they all the work hand in hand with you. I'm gonna hey, wear my mask. Huh? I'm gonna wear my mask. I know that's right. That's where that spiritual and common sense come in, yes sir. Hey I'm gonna wear mine too. Hey man. Yeah. All right. We all right. We getting ready to close. If there's nothing else, Amen. Pray for us, uh, and we can continue. Smith got something else to say. I just wanted to say, Brother Anthony didn't ask for any praise reports, mid midweek praise reports, but I have one. <laughs> I just want. I just wanted to say, you know, last week I was talking asking everybody to pray and lift my mama up because we've been trying so hard to get her um, COVID vaccine. And guess what? We got that phone call. She's on the list to receive her vaccine on Friday. So Yay. we excited Amen. about that. All right. What's her age? Oh, she's 77. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. Uh, as I say, uh, pray for us. Pray for each other. Uh, on Saturday, if it's the Lord's will, I will be funeralizing one of my cousins in the Shreveport area who has, has got shot and got killed. Uh, so y'all pray for He's a young man in, in his uh, middle 20s. So pray for the family. Pray for me. Amen. 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 Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for everything that you have done for us and doing for us. And, and while you're doing everything for us, we're going to give you the praise, glory, and the honor. We ask in the name of Jesus that you would just 
control our lives and Father, we're gonna live to the fullest uh to praise you and lift you up. Now may the grace of God sweet the of the Holy Spirit rest, rule and abide when hence now and forevermore shall we all say. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.